The Ostomy Nurse Project. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ostomy Nurse Project. Today's episode is another quick change episode looking at the process for changing your ostomy appliance. So it's a nice short one today and I'm going to talk you through the basic procedure for changing an ostomy pouch. Now I understand that because everybody has different types of stomas that the process will be slightly tweaked for the individual person but there's a basic set of rules that one goes by when changing their ostomy appliance. So if you are new to the stoma world, you may be a person who has a newly formed stoma, or you may be a carer or a loved one who is taking on the role of changing the appliance uh, for somebody who has a stoma, whether it be new or pre-existing. Okay, so let's get started. First of all, let's talk about setting up your supplies. To set up your supplies, you need the following. You need a rubbish bag or a receptacle to put your used pouches and accessories and wipes in. This is so that you can dispose of them effectively in your household rubbish where they are securely away because we do not flush our pouches. You're obviously also going to need a new pouch. So whether that be a two-piece or a one-piece system, make sure you have both or the full bag out and ready. And then you can add in your things like accessories. So if you use any removers, uh, seals, pastes, barriers, anything like that, have all of that out and set up ready to go also. You're also going to need something to clean the stoma, so whichever wet wipes that you use, make sure you have those out already. Now, some people use the wipes that are available on the stoma appliance scheme. Some people use store-bought wet wipes, uh, like baby wipes. Please make sure that they are perfume and emollient-free if you do choose to purchase them from the supermarket, because if you're using wipes that have moisturizer in them, like a lot of baby wipes do, or even alcohol or perfumes, they can be uh, a contributor to increased skin problems and adhesion of your pouch. So normal wet wipes are suitable. The water wipes with just plain water are suitable for cleaning the skin. And some people even choose to use their own um, cloths that they make up. You can use the blue chucks cloths, just your simple disposable uh, cloth wipes from the supermarket. It's about a dollar for a big packet of 10 big squares. You can cut those up and use those as well. That's optional. Try not to use toilet roll because they do deposit bits of paper and it can be a bit of a clean-up job. So lint-free wipes are the best way to go for that. And then the other thing you want to get out is your measuring guide and scissors. If you are new to a stoma and your stoma is still changing size or if you are a person who has always simply cut their bags to fit your stoma, get those out as well because you will be confirming the size to cut your pouch and you can do that if your stoma is new, you'll be doing it perhaps maybe once a week. Or if you uh, haven't measured in a while and you may be experiencing skin conditions, it doesn't hurt to get your measuring guide out and just confirm that you are having the right size pouch to fit your stoma. Now the important thing when arranging your supplies and getting out your supplies is that preparation is key. So make sure that you have all of your supplies open and ready and as prepared as you can be before you even contemplate taking your bag off because you are on borrowed time. There's no point taking your bag off and then spending 10 minutes setting up your supplies. You will be in a world of trouble and there will be a lot of cleanup involved if you choose to change your pouch in that fashion. So having everything set up 
ready to go will save you a lot of time and a lot of hassle. So what can you do? Cut your bag if you already know your size or if you've got pre-cuts, skip that step. Peel off any backings and open any packets that you can open. So some people choose to peel the backing off their pouch and then lie it on their bathroom bench. Some people choose to open, uh, if they use any accessory products, they choose to open their packets of seals and have them out and ready and waiting to go. Some people pull out a few wet wipes and just have them ready on the bench. You can also do things like close up your drainable ends. If you use a drainable or a urostomy pouch, at this point in your setup, you could choose to close those drainable ends or those plugs. Now, before we get started on the first step, it's always advisable to empty your pouch if it is an emptyable pouch. So again, a drainable pouch or a urostomy pouch, it is always beneficial to make sure that the bag is empty before you change it. It will make the process easier. There's nothing worse than fighting with fluids when you're trying to change your pouch. So just empty it before you get started on the process. Okay, so step one, you are going to remove your old appliance that is stuck to your skin. Now, for some people, you may use a remover if that is your process. Um, that comes in a spray or a sachet wipe. You can use that accessory to help peel off your bag. It's always beneficial if you are the person doing it yourself or if you are assisting somebody else, peel from the top down. If you peel from the bottom up, you are likely to tip any remaining contents onto yourself. So we always advise peel your bag off from the top down. If you don't use removers, you can simply peel the pouch off a bit like a band-aid. All right, try not to pull too quickly. You may damage the skin as you remove the bag. So you can do it nice and slowly. You can even use your other finger to separate the skin from the adhesive if that makes it easier for you. Once your bag is fully removed from your skin, fold it over and place that into your rubbish bag. Step two, now you need to clean the skin around your stoma. Your new pouch will not adhere to the skin if you still have adhesive residue, moisture, fecal effluent, urine output on your skin. So your skin needs to be completely clean and dry before you pop on your new pouch. Now pay attention when you're cleaning with your wipes to the point where the stoma meets the skin and areas that aren't visible, particularly if you have a new stoma because there will be dissolving stitches, which means when you're cleaning the area, make sure you wipe what we call the MCJ or the mucocutaneous junction. I don't expect you guys to have to remember that and don't even bother calling it that, but that's probably more for the stoma nurses teaching people. The part where the stoma meets the skin, so where red skin meets your skin color, make sure that you use your wipes to clean that area and make sure that they are free of residue and output. Now for new stomas, when you're cleaning the stoma, you're not going to feel anything at the stoma site. If any of you have heard the previous episodes where I've talked about bowel stomas, the inner lumen of the bowel doesn't have any nerve endings. So the bowel, the stoma itself will be numb, but the skin around it will have sensation. So make sure that you're cleaning effectively. You will be able to feel wipes around the stoma, but the stoma won't have any sensation. You can still clean it and make sure that it's nice and clean if you want to, but do recognize that if you are cleaning that stoma too vigorously, you can get little bits of blood on the wipe. And that, even though it's okay, can damage the stoma if you are cleaning too aggressively. So just be gentle. The important thing is that you're cleaning the skin around the stoma because that's the part that needs to adhere to the new pouch. 
Step three, if you have a new stoma or if you are unsure of your sizing, confirm the size of your stoma with your measuring guide. Most of the boxes of pouches that you obtain will have a measuring guide in it and you can confirm the correct size. If you are cutting, you need to be able to get a measuring guide that will correspond with the cutting guide on your pouch. As I said, most of them have that. And you can cut out that corresponding shape onto your pouch, particularly for people who do not have perfectly rounded stomas. They may have oval-shaped stomas. So confirm that size and cut that hole out of your pouch. If you already know the size of your pouch or you get pre-cut pouches already, there's no need to do that and you can skip that step. But it's always important to know that you can always confirm your size if you are noticing any damage around the skin. Step four, this is where you use any accessory products. So for anybody who uses accessory products with their pouch, for instance, barrier wipes, any seals, any pastes, any powders, this is the point to use those. So you can either apply those products directly onto the skin or for some people, they choose to apply them to their bag first and then apply that bag or that base plate flange all at once. That's something that you would have negotiated with a stoma nurse. Or if you've experimented and you find it easier to do that, you can certainly do that step. There's nothing wrong with that. But do make sure that any accessory products are being applied correctly and accurately. Otherwise, you will start to notice leakages and you'll start to notice skin damage. Step five, time to apply your pouch. Now, if you are using a two-piece, you would apply the base plate first. And if you're using a one-piece, you would apply the pouch as a whole. Now, the technique of applying your pouch would be done differently for everybody. But there are some techniques that we do teach people um, for particular styles of bag and in ways that it may be more functional for them to see their stoma and make sure that they're lining it up correctly. Now, if you're using a two-piece base plate, for some people that may mean pulling up their skin um, so that the stoma is nice and round and applying their base plate whilst looking over to see the opening of the base plate to make sure that it's fitted in the correct position. It's a bit hard to explain it in a podcast without showing you, but I'm going to talk about some videos that are available later on. If you are using a one-piece pouch, one of the techniques that you may want to try is folding over, folding away from you the sticky flange. And what that does is it creates a half moon shape that you can line up the bottom of with your stoma. It can sometimes make it a bit easier to line up the bottom of the hole of the bag with the bottom of your stoma to make sure that you are lining it up correctly. Because if you can line up the bottom of the hole around the bag first with the bottom of the stoma, the rest will naturally fall into correct position. Now, when you are applying your pouch, make sure that you pull up your skin. If you've got loose skin, using a hand to lift the abdomen will actually pull the stoma up into a nice round shape and it will pull the skin taut so that you can apply your bag without causing any wrinkles or creases underneath. That will allow you to get a better adhesion with your pouch. So fold over your bag, press it onto the underside of the stoma first, and then the rest will fall into place over the top. And that brings us to step six. When your pouch is aligned, press down and smooth the edges. We want the hydrocolloid portion of the bag, so the sticky part, 
to get nice and warm because the warmer that hydrocolloid gets, the stickier it will be and you will get far better adhesion by spending time warming up that pouch in the initial minute or so after applying it than if you were just to sort of press it on and then off you go. It will not stick as well. So pay attention when you've got your bag on to smoothing that hydrocolloid around all edges. Make sure there's no creases or wrinkles or folds or areas that have lifted because that is where you will either get leakages from the stoma or you will get moisture and water underneath when you shower, which will reduce the adhesion of your pouch. So pay special attention to smoothing down that pouch, making sure that all the areas are adhered. And in particular, make sure you also get in and around the stoma. Press down and smooth around where the stoma is. There's no point smoothing around the outer edges, but not paying attention to the area that's most important, which is the area around the stoma itself. Now, for most people, you can do that if you're using a two-piece flange. You can stick your finger inside the base and just run it around inside the ring. Or if you're using a one-piece system, most of them you can stick your fingers around and just smooth over the plastic. The plastic is quite slippery. You're not going to do yourself any damage by smoothing around close to the stoma. So that's a really important step. Step seven, close drainable ends if you haven't already done this in the preparation phase. There's no point spending all the time in the world on applying your pouch if the bottom part is not done up because you will soon find out what a disaster that can be. And I can guarantee you most people have probably forgotten to do it at some point in their stoma life. So if you haven't already, make sure that your drainable ends are rolled up and secured shut and make sure that your urostomy pouches are plugged in or twisted shut so that they are in the off position. For those with a closed bag who may have a colostomy, make sure that your outer bag, if you're using a two-piece, has been clicked on or stuck on to the base. And the same applies for those people who um, may use an adhesive coupling in a two-piece system, whether it's drainable or urostomy, make sure your outer bag is attached to the base plate at this point. Now, an additional step at this point is if you use any further accessory products once your pouch is stuck on, for instance, any border extenders, attachable belts, anything like that, now would be the time to do so. But that may not be part of your regime. And if it's not, skip that step. But for anybody who uses any final accessories to secure the outside of their pouch, now would be the time to do so. Step eight, place all of your remaining rubbish into your rubbish bag, tie it in a knot, and dispose of it in your household garbage. We do not flush bags, even though there are pouches that are marketed as being biodegradable. In Australia here, they are not flushable. So you need to dispose of them in your household rubbish. And so make sure they're placed into a rubbish bag that can be sealed shut or tied not in so that there's no odor escaping when you do dispose of it. And finally, step nine, wash your hands because practicing good hand hygiene is very important. It's just like having been to the toilet. Um, you would wash your hands after these procedures. And step 10, pat yourself on the back. Congratulate yourself because you have just done a full pouch change. And I've got some weird Marie Kondo reference here because if something doesn't bring you joy or spark joy, throw it away. So that can apply to any used pouches or any used products that you've used they will no longer spark joy and therefore they should be removed 
So that's it, guys, for the pouch changing process. I've kept it relatively simple because there's many different ways that that could go. If I wanted to condense it down to three-minute podcasts, I would say, take your bag off, clean the skin, prepare and stick on a new bag. That's really all it is. And keeping it simple just means it's basic arts and crafts. You take one off, you cut a hole, and you stick a new one on. It's cutting and pasting, essentially. Try and keep it simple in your mind. Don't overcomplicate it and know that you really can't do yourself any severe damage if you happen to get it wrong the first time. Worst case scenario, you simply peel off and start again. If you find that the process that you're following is is not working for you or if you're struggling with your techniques or if you think that there may be an issue with your products and you're experiencing skin issues, do get in contact with your stomal therapy nurse who can assess the process that you're using and make any suggestions for improvements. If you guys want to see any videos or have any further information about the process of changing a pouch because sometimes it's hard to understand it via me talking to you there are videos online that you can find that do show you how to change your pouch most of the ostomy companies will have a website that has a video link to how to change a pouch there's plenty of videos on youtube if you're daring enough and want to see actual people changing their ostomy appliance but that would be suited to their process that doesn't make it your process most of the ostomy brand websites, however, including the AASTN, so the Stomal Therapy Nurse websites, will have links on the accurate process for changing an appliance. And you can search for those online. Well, that's it, guys. That was our quick change procedure today. And I hope you guys tune in next week for another great episode from the Ostomy Nurse Project. Speak to you later, guys. Next time. Bye.